Well, listeners, uh, interesting start to the morning as we mm. consider religious freedom in South Africa and particularly the Papuda Amendment Act, um, the equality um, related stuff. Isaac, anything to comment on? Yeah, no, I just wanted to thank Michael and, and the group for a say, you know, just uh, I think a lot of pastors will be very thankful for uh, kind of people fighting for those freedoms where yes. we, uh, I know me particularly, I wouldn't even know where to start from. So it is really great to to have people you, so qualified you, to do that. You yeah. are right. You, you, you're right. We, we ought to be grateful that mm. there are those who are laboring hard in this field. At mm. the same time, there is a need for us to be informed. Sure. And when the moment comes yeah. to stand up and make our voices heard, um, because the reality is um, if we don't, um, our rights to religious freedom will in all likelihood mm. be infringed if we're not standing up right. and reminding that we have this constitutional right to yeah. religious freedom in our country. Well, friends, we, we're going to shift gears a little bit and uh, change the topic. Um, Isaac. Where yes. did you go? You you you're a, you're a pastor, right? You went to theological seminary. Uh, yes, you're yes. a graduate of I a. Th- where did you go and study? I went to BTC. The Baptist, BTC. What does that stand Baptist for? Baptist Theological College. The Baptist. Yeah. The- you know, I yeah. suspect right now there are listeners all over South Africa <laughs> that want to go to theological college next year and mm. are wondering how they go about doing it. Where mm. do you start? Who could you possibly speak to? Well. Turns out we have just the right person on the show this morning. We're going to be chatting to Daryl Soul uh, in a moment about theological education in South Africa. I'm looking forward to asking him a number of questions that might be relevant to you or to your grade 12 child. I have a child in grade 12 that is wanting to study a um, a, a certificate in theology next year, Daryl. So um, I didn't only invite you because I thought other people need to be informed. I invite you because I need to be informed <laughs> but uh, but Daryl uh, welcome to the show you are a newly appointed principal of the Baptist Theological College obviously I've got Isaac to the left of me and Isaac's a graduate of that college I too uh, studied for a time uh, at BTC um, uh, maybe you'd like to introduce yourself because you didn't start uh, uh, being a uh, a principal of the college in actual fact you've been a pastor friend of mine for many years years. Uh, maybe you just want to introduce yourself, uh, give us some idea of who you are and how you've been serving in the kingdom up until now and what your new responsibilities are. Hello Mark and Isaac. Hi. Great to be with you and to share in this. This is great to be back on Radio Pulpit. I was on Radio Pulpit in the 1990s. Bro, so, now you're just showing up, now you're just giving your age away. <laughs> <laughs> it is lovely to be back with you and Welcome to back. share in this. So, yes, I was at Radio Pulpit when I was at Central Baptist Church in Pretoria. And go. then also when I was at Port Shepston Baptist, we'd send recordings up to Radio Pulpit. So it's wonderful to be back with you and to share in this time. And then for the last 22 years, I've been at Resettenville Baptist in the deep south of Johannesburg. Yes. Uh, where God has called me to serve. And from January next year, God willing, we'll be at the Baptist Theological College in Randburg, Johannesburg. Great. And, and, and 
Daryl, I was really excited to hear about your appointment. I know you. Um, I've I've engaged with you. I've interacted with you on theological matters. One one that really stands up uh, stands out in my mind is a, a discussion at a fraternal uh, regarding uh, issues around cremation and burial. And you and I took uh, different sides of that conversation. And man, you put me through my paces, brother. Um, uh, and and I remember very fondly um, both your both your uh, excellence at bringing God's word to bear on the argument. But also the logical nature of your argument. I mean, I walked away nearly convinced. <laughs> but, that, but that's not what we're yet to talk about this morning. What, what we are yet to talk about, because I imagine that there are many that are listening in that are asking the question, how do they go about finding a good academic institution to study theology at? Where does a person even begin? Where do they start in terms of looking for an organization? Well, Mark and Isaac, I would suggest that you start with looking for an organization that has sound evangelical theology. In other words, that they believe the Bible. That's yes. what evangelical means. Praise the and Lord. I like, I like where you started. That's a good start. <laughs> yes. And, and secondly, that they would be accredited, that they actually have qualifications that have value in the eyes of other academic institutions that they are accredited even by the government. So when we speak to the government, as the previous speaker speaks, we can say, listen, we know what we're talking about. Uh, we can, when we go to a prospective employer, uh, we know our oaths and we can deal with things in that sort of a way. And so it, it's a qualification that is going to be able to receive uh, the ability to give me access to opportunities that would align with my calling, with my goals, where has God called me, what does he want me to do, and where do I see myself serving within the body of Christ? And that's what I be, need to be looking for, somebody that believes the Bible, uh, uh, that God has clearly spoken in time and space for us. Uh, excellent, Daryl, um, and absolutely bind to both of those two um, starting points that you said, accreditation and evangelical. Um, maybe are you able to flesh out um, the, the, this idea of an accredited institution and, and maybe just underline and highlight once more why it is important to go to an accredited institution? Well, accreditation is just very important because it's an aspect of higher education that is uh, important, especially in the theological education sector. Yes. Uh, simply put, being accredited means that the institution is committed to being compliant with the quality standards of the regulatory bodies. Okay. So Baptist Theological College is registered, for instance, with the Department of Higher Education. It is then also accredited by the Council of Higher Education. And it's aligned to the to be to be compliant with the South African Qualifications Authority, that's SACWA, uh, and that means that we as an institution have programs that meet the regulatory standards, and that qualifications we confer on our graduating students have the integrity to them, and they will be recognised by other academic institutions both in South Africa and around the world. So if God calls us to serve on the mission field or somewhere else, we can stand uh, up and speak with that uh, knowledge behind us that we have been well trained and well equipped, that we're a, a workman uh, well equipped for the task that God has given us. Mm, very helpful, Daryl. So 
Dr. Daryl, <laughs> uh, if someone uh, comes with a question, why not just study theology from a book? What would you uh, respond to that? Well, Isaac, that's a good question. And the task really of theological education is a significant one, that we need men and women who can really rightly divide the word of truth. Uh, it's greater today than ever. Uh, the reality is that today, Around the world, 95% of pastors, that's right, 95% of pastors around the world have no formal theological training, wow. which is why we have the doom pastors and the, the ones that are taking your money and running. And sure. this leaves a problematic room for the rising of incorrect and false teaching to emerge, mm. even under the auspices of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so BTC, mm. along with other theological institutions, has a key role to play in training such people for ministry within the context where God has put, it, put us, but that is grounded in biblical truth. And mm. so while a book written in America or England can help us and we need to read widely, we need to be equipped, uh, the reality is we can never be uh, too proud to think, well, I've read a book, now I know everything. Mm. We need to debate. It's in the give and take of the classroom situation, it's in the sharpening as iron sharpens iron that we grow best. And so our best learning happens really in community where we explore and discuss and reflect and debate, where we question, where we reason, where we try and convince Mark about something that he didn't know about. So those are the good <laughs> things. Uh, that, that, that's, that's great, Daryl. I, I mean, I, I even think of, of maybe the greatest Baptist pastor, historical figure, a, a person like Spurgeon, who didn't go to college himself, um, certainly believed in theological education. He established a college even as a young man and faithfully um, worked his entire life um, that um, men were able to go to that college in order to demonstrate both their aptitude and their ability to handle God's word um, before they hit the mission field. Um, uh, many of which ended up in South Africa. At least 22 um, men I, I, I've tracked um, from Spurgeon's college uh, arriving in South Africa establishing the Baptist work on our shores um, Daryl as I, as I think about as I think about um, studying as I think about academia as I think about um, education um, one of the practical questions that I think parents certainly would have is what kind of opportunities are available for those who graduate with a certificate or diploma or bachelor's or honors or a master's in theology uh, what kind of field lies ahead of them in terms of opportunities in life well, BTC's curriculum ensures that the students are well prepared for a broad range of future ministry opportunities. And so our, our postgraduate programs allow for students to choose specialized areas in which they can undertake research that focuses more particularly on their specific interests and contexts. And after studying at BTC, our graduates go on to do a wide variety of different things. Some serve as pastors in local churches like I did and Isaac did and yourself. Others lead and head to the mission field, the tough, those that are faithful and, and um, the mana out there. Some work in ministries focused on children, teenagers or young adults, which are a crucial, crucial demographic. And others serve in the, the different capacities in parachurch organizations. Our missionaries are well-trained. Some turn or return to secular work, teaching in the, in the 
the classroom, finance in the business world, entrepreneurial pursuits, uh, ministering the gospel to groups of people that pastors and paid Christian ministers will never have the, the opportunity to reach in the workplace. And for those, of course, with a master's degree, academia can become a possible pursuit through continuing to do their doctoral degree at another university and furthering research and exploring publication possibilities. So the possibilities are great out there and uh, there is so much that we can do to be salt and light in this world and we need to get into the marketplace. Oh, oh, Daryl, I like the way that you landed that. There's so much that you can do to be salt and light in this world. And and really, theological education is one of the ways to prepare yourself for just that. So um, I, I know the prospectus quite well at BTC. I, I looked at it many years ago. I've looked at it more recently regarding my daughter. And so I know that you've got a number of different tracks that are available to those that are wanting to learn through the Baptist Theological College. Maybe you'd just like to flesh that out a little bit and, and give listeners some idea of, of what they could pursue through the Baptist Theological College. Okay, well, Mark, for 70 years, the students have uh, felt a calling to Christian ministry, have entrusted the college with that important task of theological education. And for that, we have various programs available, and the core focus of preparation are biblical studies and languages. Uh, We love God's Word, and we're committed to understanding God's Word. We're committed to applying God's Word to our lives and Mm. teaching it then to others. Uh, that our students learn biblical Greek, biblical Hebrew as part of our degree program, so they're able to interact with the original scriptural texts and uncover the richness of God's Word. We also have courses that handle each of the major sections of the Bible so that our students are both familiar with the Word of God, but also can work through aspects of things like authorship, context, the audience, the contemporary relevance, and so on. We teach systematic theology, which is good doctrine, and good doctrine matters, and we seek to know and live out what what is true there, and we have focused courses that can give students the space to grapple with key Christian doctrines, doctrines about where did the Bible come from, God, who is he, and how, how does he reveal himself to us, the Bible, humanity, how did we get into the mess we're in, our sin, and how God has provided Jesus as the Savior, and salvation, and what he has done for us, and the work of the Holy Spirit now in our world and in our lives and we look at the church and we look even at the end times and how we can discern the days and know what that is and so that's a course so it's not only biblical studies and systematic theology we also have church history where we seek to learn from the past looking forward as the saying goes uh, the rearview mirror in your car is smaller than the front uh, windscreen for a good reason but we need to have a rearview mirror otherwise we're going to back into the same things we bumped into in the past and that's why we understand the importance of celebrating the highs and learning from the lows of those who've gone before us and so our courses uh, are there to teach that um, starting with the book of acts and all the way through the church fathers and the reformation to the present day with a special focus on the history of christianity here in africa god has put us in the the continent where christianity is growing the fastest and we need to make a difference here in africa and then lastly of course is practical theology all believers a call to ministry, whether it's in the church or the mission field, uh, the workplace or the home. And we can serve best when we are well equipped. Within practical theology, students get a broad exposure. 
uh, but choose to specialize either pastoral studies if they're going to serve within the local church, mission studies, whether they're going out onto the field to reach people at the coalface in a sense, or youth studies where they're seeking to reach our young people. And practical ministry exposure then forms a key part of the college curriculum. We don't just teach the theory, but we try and go out onto the the streets in a sense and put into practice what we've learned. And so it ensures that the students have an element of real life experience to prepare them for a range of different ministry tasks that they may encounter. And it's that practice that I so appreciate about BTC. Uh, uh, Daryl, absolutely excellent overview of the prospectus and uh, uh, I mean really, if you're listening in, it, it's quite exciting, mm-hmm. just the the opportunities for being equipped to various different areas, whether youth, whether missions, whether pastoral um, and then of course for myself uh, just the attraction and the attractiveness of both the original languages as well as the biblical studies track that you guys um, have fleshed out over many years um, lots and lots of advantages to the system I think one of the things that for me when I was at BTC that I really appreciated being campus was just more than just the academic was just uh, Friday morning chapel time with uh, where we are actually engaging in listening to God's word and and worshiping together as I've students. Preached, I've, I've preached at a couple of yeah, those chapel and times, and those students are those, so much fun. It is <laughs> it is great. It just I, I think you know um, it's uh, more than just the academic side yes. of, uh, of things. Um, Dr. Darrell, what would you say sets BTC apart from others? Ah. Uh-huh. Well, Isaac, uh, I think firstly it's affordable. BTC is privileged to have many healthy, long-standing relationships with churches and ministries across South Africa. That means that we're able to offer students a subsidized theological education through the generosity of our partners. And we're a non-profit organization and our team is committed to keeping student fees as low as possible. And so we try and get the best education we can at an affordable rate, but it's also accessible. Not only is there our campus in Randburg, uh, which is the home to BTC, and contact learning students are able to attend face-to-face lectures and iron sharpen iron within the classroom in a sense, but in addition to the vibrant classroom setting, students have become a part of the campus community and engage one another in different ways, attending their chapel, as you mentioned, as well as special events, and that contact learning has a full access to the BTC library, a huge library which mm. another theological institution has shared with us as well and passed on their books. And so we have a magnificent resource in that. Um, but then we also not only have contact students, but we have distance learning students who can study from their homes across South Africa. In actual fact, we've got students from around the world. Uh, and BTC's learning management system provides distance learning students with an easy to use platform that serves as a digital classroom where the students interact with learning material. They then engage with their fellow students and they submit their assignments online in a sense. And so distance learning gives students an opportunity to continue working and living in their home communities while they undertake their studies. And that 
side of it is there. So it's the what makes BTC uh, uh, sets it apart. Well, it's affordable, it's accessible, and it's accredited. I think I can't emphasize it enough. The programs that we offer are part of the Council of Higher Education. They're registered with the Department of Higher Education and Training and SACWA. And this means that the BTC qualification has academic integrity mm. and will be recognized by your employer and by other academic institutions if that's where God is calling you. Daryl, I, I have one more question for you as the parent of a child that will be studying next year, and, and that's how to go about applying for BTC. Uh, as you give that a little bit of thought, um, there are a couple of questions and comments that have come in from listeners as you've been talking. Um, the one is from a, a good friend and a long-time listener, Glenn Williams. He he works uh, he works with a, a, a training organization, which I normally mention every single week, <laughs> um, because Glenn, uh, Glenn sends in a comment or, a, or an engagement every Every single week, I really do appreciate him, uh, and he just really underlines and confirms uh, that only five percent of pastors uh, or priests worldwide have received any kind of formal training. And uh, within the African cont- context, he also says they further report that fifty-eight percent of the people who responded to their survey uh, indicated that there is an insufficient number of theological schools in Africa. I- I've certainly heard those statistics said many times in other um, in other in re- related to other training organizations and seminaries um, around our country and just the the real need for theological training and excellent theological training uh, there is short supply um, of both um, of both training opportunities and certainly short supply of accredited training uh, opportunities there's b- before we go to that that final question in in terms of making application Daryl um, Teresa also a long time listener he, he, he sends in three questions every week uh, this week he sent in three questions all related uh, to uh, training uh, and to Bible colleges but his third his third question is is the one that I, I'd like to pose to you he was clearly listening to what you were saying um, regarding accreditation and he says what happens if there's a believer who has attended a local church college that is not accredited and now they come into realization that they have invested a year or two years of their life um, to, to and they've realized that that, that what they have done um, actually um, isn't going to forward them in terms of accreditation um, what do they do who do they approach um, uh, is there any uh, recourse or any kind of roadmap that they can that they can put in front of them Yes, Mark. There, there is a way in the sense that it's not all wasted, but it's not ideal. In the sense that they can apply to us, depending on the age, if they're a mature believer, uh, we can look at their previous studies and they can then come into our courses, maybe with some of the courses uh, being given credit for, uh, and we can then assess that and look at prior learning and look at where they're at. But it, it, it's, it's a little bit like, I don't know what it's like in your area, we, but we have these pop-up schools. You know, we have pop-up churches and pop-up yes. schools, and they'll have a big sign outside saying, naught, naught to matric, come here. And, and you look at the cars that pull up or no cars, uh, and you realize that there's maybe 50 children in an old house, and they're going to come out with a piece of paper that was photostated in the, the photostat machine in the back room, and they won't be able to get a job. And we know that today, any job, you need to get at least a matric. And if it's not a genuine 
matric certificate, you're in a pickle. And the same applies to equipping yourself. A matric is really just to get you out into the workforce and into the to university. But where do you go from there? And so BTC is a university level course that will equip you and send you out into whatever area God wants you to be. And it's it's not Mickey Mouse. I, I think that would be another way to put it. Yes. Um, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> very, very helpful. No, I, I'm right in saying that you've uh, chatted about really the recognition of prior learning. And so whilst it's not optimal and whilst you might not get all the the accreditation points that you want based on what you have done, um, there, certainly, um, there, there, there certainly is opportunity to reach out to an accredited uh, institution and find out if you qualify for recognition of prior learning. Um, mm. Daryl. Talk to us now, uh, final step, about how ap- the application process works. <laughs> how, do, how, how, do, how does my daughter make application for next year uh, at this organization? Well, it would be lovely to have her. And I know I've sent two of my children through BTC. Well, we've got, so we've got one of your children on staff at Central, <laughs> and she is yeah. fantastic. A, a great blessing to our mm. church. Um, she works, she, she, in fact, we were just commenting today in a, mm. in a meeting and just praying and giving thanks for, for her ministry mm. uh, at Central Baptist Church. And she certainly is a credit to you, but also a credit to BTC. Yes. So it's very simple. It's www.btc.co.za. So it's btc.co.za, and it's as simple as that. You go to the admissions page once you're on the website, and you look at the programs that you want to apply for. You scroll down to the bottom of the page, and there's an application form there, and you complete the application form. If you're still old school like me and you know how to lick a stamp, you can... uh, send it through to the, 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 the offices there, but you can call the office at 011-886-0421. Or you can email us at info at btc.co.za. So it's again, info at btc.co.za. And it's, it's as simple as that. And I, I just want to encourage you that there are just so many opportunities, whether you just at a church and you want to equip yourself to be a better deacon or better Sunday school teacher or better children's worker, we've just got the higher certificate in ministry. You know, we've got then the higher certificate in theology. Both of those are one-year courses that you can do that'll equip you. You've then got the three-year Bachelor of Biblical Studies and the Bachelor of Theology, which is four years, and the Master of Theology, which is two or more years. So there's just a variety of courses that you can apply for. And it's from your Bible study or cell group leader that wants to sharpen their skills all the way through to somebody who wants to go out and train the next generation of students uh, through theological education, for instance. Uh, Daryl, thanks very much for your time. Really, really do appreciate um, uh, the the excellence and uh, the information that you've given. Um, certainly looking forward um, to uh, just hearing how the Lord uses you at the mm-hmm. Baptist Theological College. Congratulations on your appointment. Yeah. We, we are all rooting for you and trust that the Lord glorifies himself in and through you. And pray for us. We need that most of all. Uh, 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 please be assured of our prayers, Daryl. Mm.